back with another episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast. I have to tell you that this journey with podcasting has been new, exciting, and shockingly fun, mainly because I'm getting paid to talk to my friends. <laughs> so today is no exception. I say friend, I feel like we've been friends for quite some time. I mean, obviously we talk, we text, we, we've hung out with one another, but we don't really get to hang out enough. So this lady I'm gonna introduce you to today, she is no stranger to musical theater. She's no stranger to anybody in New York. She's maybe only a stranger to her husband who is nowhere around, but we'll discuss that a little bit bit later. This is the brilliantly talented, the oh-so-fabulous Miss Leslie Margarita. I had a chance to sit down with Leslie and catch up and talk about James Franco's ass, her husband's cancel culture, and dream roles that she would like to play. So take a listen to our conversation. It went a little bit like this. And here we are now with the fabulous Miss. Well, I always say fabulous, but the funny fucking Leslie Margarita. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. I'm happy to see your face. Even I'm though, happy to see your even face. Even though this is a podcast, but I can you know, see you. but we have to just accept it that this is just what it is. I mean, yeah. how many zooms and podcasts and fuckery have you been doing since I can't. the pandemic There's started? So much fuckery, and it just is not the same. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's amazing theater on Zoom." Like, you know, it fucking sucks. So, no, it's terrible. Now, are you in New York? Have you been in New York this whole time? No, I'm in L.A. Oh, you are? <gasps> I didn't realize that. <gasps> oh, see, this is crazy. Okay, so the people that are listening, Leslie and I know each other for a hot minute, but we've only seen each other in New York. And yes. it was technically after Drag Race for me. So it was after 2014 uh, is when we first connected. So she was living in New York, but yep. her husband was in Los Angeles, correct? Mm-hmm. With, correct. Did you have the dog or did he have the dog? I had, I had the dog. You had the dog. The, okay. Of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, the so this was thing. the this was the setup that I knew, and that's how we always knew it. So this is good to hear. So you've been in LA. What have you been doing? Did you wait? Did you live here? Did you leave New York, or do you just have the option because the husband was here? I have the option. So I okay. always lived in in LA, mm-hmm. and then when I got Matilda on Broadway, it was the first time I went. First time I actually lived there. Because are you kidding me? I know. I'm from California. I know. I know. I know. Wait. Wait, 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 back it up. You're a California person? You do totally. not come across as a California person no, to me. No, I'm a total, like-, like, Italian, I will fucking cut you, New yeah. York girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my nails. And yes. I, <laughs> so, like, I never really fit in here, but I didn't want to live in New York. I was just really? always, yeah. Why were you against it? Oh, I don't know, the walking and the subway. <laughs> walking amongst people. The people. You know, the one thing I always say about New York is that it's no matter, you know, how fancy you are or how great your apartment is or your job or your life, you still got to walk on the street with the freaks, the rats and and the insanity. Like yeah. it doesn't change, which can be exciting if you are prepared for it. I think it's it's phases of your life that you go, all right, I can do New York now. Or well, now, you go, had enough. Yeah. Well, now I love it. Like now oh, okay. I came back here when the whole shit hit the fan last year yeah. i came back to la but i really miss new york so i'll i'll go back i'll go back you'll go back I mean, yeah. so you came back you came to la in the middle of this crisis and you're yes. back with the husband and you're back at the, i mean not back with the husband you've always had the husband but i meant you were physically living there 
uh, yes. in Los Angeles. And what the fuck have you been doing for an entire year? Trying not to kill my husband. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you want to go back to New York. <laughs> we just hadn't been in the same place for seven years. Oh, my so God. It took a minute. It took a yeah. minute to readjust. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've been married 13 years. So half of our marriage was apart. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And how do you, I mean, so so I guess this whole Zoom thing is kind of thrown you for a loop. Because I mean, how did you communicate? Was it just through text and calls? And did, was it like a daily thing? Like, hello, I'm talking to my yeah, husband today. I mean, yeah. yeah, the FaceTime and, and, you know, the first couple of years we were married, I was in London anyway. So literally okay. we have not been together together for... <laughs> So is that the is that the key to your relationship? Is key. that you're never together? That's okay. the key. We know where we want to live, and that's a part. <laughs> <laughs> that is the key. <laughs> you know, um, Judith Light is like that too. Her husband is on really? the West Coast, and she's on New York. So, and I love her. So I was like, great, she can do it. Wait, so, but I mean, Judith Light, really? So Judith Light has got the same setup as you do. One husband's here is one there. Now, your husband obviously is is working and living his little life and doing his own thing. So it's not like he's sitting home waiting for you. No, he has a real job. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And you say real job because, I mean, come on now. I mean, you've had, uh, you've had quite success with your theatricality Mm. going on in the world. I mean, you've done, you know, film, televisions, the stage. The stars. I mean, that's, I mean, let me just, maybe we should just start at the beginning because I have no idea, aside from the fact that just a few minutes ago, you told me that you were from California. How did how did Leslie become Leslie? I mean, you're in California, a child. Mm-hmm. Any siblings? Yes, three older sisters. Okay. I grew up on a cattle ranch. Oh, interesting. Crazy, right? Yeah. I know, Cap- in, Nor- in Northern California. Okay. Um, and so I was a total tomboy and then always did shows. Like, I, I yeah. went, my mom took me to see Annie when I was little. And I, mm-hmm. I remember... Looking at the girls being like, she sucks. She sucks. I could do this. And then I auditioned for it when it came through the tour and got it. And then I just started doing shows. Like, as, wait, I well, let me like, ask you that. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, do, wait, do, you, do your three sisters have any talent? Do none. They, are they, no. None of them are theatrical. No. no. So you're just out there doing shows for the cows. And yes. then you go see Annie. Yes. And then now, let me ask, because I know you as a person, so I'm just curious now, w- did you get the role of Annie or Miss Hannigan at that age? Because I'm sure you could have played <laughs> either. No, I was an understudy for Annie, but very soon I became Annie. Annie. Oh, really? Okay, good. Good, good, good. That, that, that girl went down. But yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I was like, you know, just did it as a kid and, and then just stayed doing this. I have no other skills. Well, no, but you, your skills are actually very good, and you've been very successful with the skills that you've done, with, with, the, with the skills with that you have, and the with, opportunities that have come your way. Yeah. It's 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 great. So here it is: as a child, you do Annie, then you just continue on that path. Were your fa- yeah. was your family supportive of this, or they're totally. going, "We we need you to be a doctor or something"? No, 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 totally. My three old, older sisters are much older, so I was uh-huh. kind of like an only child. And, okay, but my parents were totally supportive. Knew I was going to do it. Like like I had the best parents for this because they weren't stage parents but they were really supportive um which was the way to go my mom just kind of let me do what I wanted to do and and um yeah I just I I mean I can't even believe I still can't believe I do this as my job yeah I want to know the feeling you know I mean look I put on a wig at at 45 (laughs) years old and and stand outside and talk smack to people it's like I always say to people it's everything that I was told as a child not to do is what I'm praised for now does that make sense yeah it's it's just 
Yeah, you know, uh, and often people, especially now, I think, with cancel culture and the world we live in and social media where everybody's concerned about image, is that when someone says to me, you can't say that or you can't do that, I just think to myself, fuck you, this is how I grew up, this is how I live, and this is just me, you know? But I guess it's got to be a little difficult for someone like you who is an actress who is trying to basically, well, you're more of an actress, I'm more of a character that exists at this point, where if, because I'm a drag queen, I get jobs, whereas with you, you're adapting to the situation. Do you find that you can't express everything that you want to express social media-wise? A hundred percent. And I wish that I could say that I don't think about that. I wish that I could be like, go fuck yourself. But because (laughs) I'm a white, straight woman, I, I can't, I can't, I, you know... It's, I really feel like all of this cancel culture, it's like the death of comedy. And I don't know yeah. how you're doing what you're doing. In- well, it's tricky. It's <sighs> tricky. I, I find that I can't, I mean, and maybe you can relate, but I can't put anything in print. I can't tweet no. it. Uh, I can't even tweet a joke because uh, we often say there is no context anymore. Do, do you know what I mean? Correct. There's no setup. Yes. And, and, and even if someone's videoing, they'll get a video and they'll just catch the punchline. And then the joke is, look what Bianca has says. It's rotted. It's horrible. And yes, it could be. But where's the beginning of it for you to understand how we got there? Yes. Uh, and I find that can be extremely challenging. Also, take a fucking joke people exactly. need to take a joke like i yeah that that's the part of it that like i mean i grew up like w- worshiping and watching all those mel brooks films oh god and the best you can't do any of, no. of you can't even show those movies anymore without a disclaimer at the beginning you know and yeah and so i don't know i just feel like yes to get back to your question i can't say stuff yeah. I would love to, but I also, <laughs> but then like, you know, if I don't make a statement oh. about something, then that's a whole other thing. Correct. Then I'm, then I, I'm complicit. Then I am part com- of the problem. And I'm like, no, bitch, I don't, I don't, I, what am I supposed to say about inclusivity on Broadway? Except that, yes, great. I hope there's more. Yeah. That's all I can say. Cause yes. I, I'm a white person. So right. I, I don't know you know, why I you find that I find that to be true as well because you know I I had a situation recently where someone you know how it is when when someone takes something and tags you in it and they were saying that we they needed a Latin drag race queen to win and someone says well Bianca won and they said well she's not Latin enough and that's when I go so where do you fall into place with yes. this like, like how like is a pinata supposed to fall out right. of my ass am I supposed to just have tacos everywhere am I supposed to speak with an accent yeah like you know it's interesting that that's the, the way that people choose to label it. Now I go, do I fight it? Do I untag myself? Do I care? And the thing is, you just got to let it be. But it is challenging because you just want to go, look here, motherfucker. You you know, as my mother would tell me, you're not going to be happy as long as you have a hole in your ass. It's like, if you know somebody's always going to be offended, so what are you going to do? Right. Well, I think also think that's just the extreme of it. It's like there's lots of things I don't like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've often said I'm not a fan of the Kardashians, but I don't spend my day going online and, and ridiculing her or doing what I'm doing. Although I did do a podcast the other day with someone that asked me about it and I did go on a rant. So in case you're hearing this, I'm not full of shit. They were just like rant for a minute. And I ranted about the fact that the show was ending and I didn't care. But that's a whole nother story. I'm basically just mad because I've done like 10 sex tapes and it's gotten me nowhere. nowhere. That's all I mean. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, man, it sucks. Remember back in the day when a sex tape was a scandal yes. and you made millions from it? Not no more. Now everybody's Nothing. got their ass on OnlyFans. Ugh. It's a whole nother world. Oh, OnlyFans. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? I mean, there have been days where I'm like, I could, you know, I've got some big, big titties. I could yeah. make some money, but... 
<laughs> Wait, how big are your titties? What size body oh, are they're huge. They're, they're triple Ds. Oh, and you're a tiny little bitch. So yes. that's a lot of titty. Like, I'm well, like a Dolly Parton kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm tiny, but then just huge, huge boobs. You know who else is that way is, um, what is her name? Um, Scarlett Johansson. If you've <gasps> ever seen her in person, she's tiny, but titties of death. Ugh. And I think they're real. I think hers are real. Are yours real? Mine are real. Mine are oh, real. Oh, yeah, okay. But she yeah. still looks elegant. I look like, you could put a couture <laughs> outfit on me and I look like I'm whorehouse. Like, it just, that, that, I, it's just what happens. No, I mean, that's as, that's what I look as, like anyway, so... As we say, every blind seller has a blind buyer. So someone has, someone's interested. <laughs> someone's interested, correct. Yeah. Yes. So, so it, well, you know, aside from the cancel culture madness, mm-hmm. is that, you know, how have you been getting through this past year? So now you've been in Los Angeles. What have you been doing to fill your time? Have you been watching anything? Have you been, have you been, have you been, like, like I often ask the people, are they, you know, uh, baking bread? Did you learn any recipes? Or you've just been drinking, sitting back, going, fuck I this. I mean, I'm a lot done. of, a lot of drinking and getting fat. Um, which is fine. Uh, you know, I, I had some stuff that I was filming and doing that, that got shut down. So I went back and did, Uh did and finished those projects. Um, so I've been back and forth to New York, uh, quite a bit, which is great. Um, so I've actually been able to work them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I've been doing so much of the, of the online fuckery, just yeah. so many readings. And, you know, the weird thing with theater and Broadway is they were still trying to create new shows and still trying to workshop things over Zoom, which is a fucking waste of time. But yes. at least it made people, I think, feel like they were being productive. Yeah. Um, and now that stuff's coming back, ooh, I don't know. Um, I know. It, it does seem tricky, doesn't it, with this whole Broadway announcing? And I've seen um, basically through the tweets is that there's people going, we're happy, we're announcing. And a lot of people, even on my end, are like, oh, isn't this great? Theaters are back open again. But then you've got people going, but you need to fix this first within the union and the this know. and the that. So it's like it's, it is a catch-22, I think. It's like, what do we do? I think I just I just maybe feel it. Maybe you agree. But this whole pandemic is like a cultural reset yeah i think everybody's now walking on eggs eggshell not yes. on eggs but on eggshells just not knowing where to go you know and and it is a bit tricky because we're all just trying to work we're all trying to get back to some sense of normality yes. i've given up on normal i'm just saying but, normality but, right. now. normality <laughs> some normality sense. some sense well i mean that was that that's part of this whole <clears throat> you know movement of broadway inclusivity and and I'm so behind that. But the thing is, people going, you can't bring, yay, Broadway's back, but Broadway shouldn't come back until there's more, you know, uh, diversity, represe- yeah. diversity, representation. Yeah. But here's the thing. The shows that are coming back were already running. So are you going to fire right. people because... Yeah, how does that work? You can't. How does that work if you are, I mean, because I've often wondered um, uh, uh, with, and I I haven't even asked my friends in the UK because there was a group, well, from everybody's talking about Jamie that you saw, that there was a group of them that were in the show and then they had two attempts, I believe. uh, I could be wrong. Could be one attempt. But they had two attempts of opening and then closing again. It might have been once. Uh, The dates moved consistently and then there was a chance for them to come back and they went back and it was like four days and they got shut down because of the whole fucking COVID thing right. so I'm like what happens to contracts does it null and void is it how do you well I think they're, they're they're null and void and and yeah. I know a lot of people you know it doesn't matter they'll, they'll take the job no matter what but the people saying Broadway shouldn't come back until it's more inclusive that's what I mean like there has to be new shows for that to happen right the existing okay. shows really have to keep the cast that they have. Yeah. 
otherwise you're just firing people just to to fire them. I, I don't know. It's 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 a total catch twenty two. I I feel like you're right. It's a reset. It's going to be really interesting when everything comes back because who even knows if these shows can make their nut and stay open. Well, that's <laughs> I know. I just saw today that uh, uh, balcony seats for the Music Man are nine hundred dollars. Yes, and I I'm like, what no, the fuck? I'm not going to pay nine hundred dollars to see that. No. No, 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 but it, that's, man. I mean, I guess that's where we are. So I think we probably hit the peak of all of this. And, you know, now it's people that are desperate. They want to make money back, which yeah. makes sense. It's called show business. Yep. I understand it. Um, and even me, I had a, a tour plan to go back out. And it's just one of these things where, like, we have to put things on hold uh, because I said I didn't want to do smaller capacity. I didn't yeah. want to do no meet and greets because that's the whole point. You can't do a, a comedy show where there's, like, every no. 10 seats are empty. I mean, that's usually how it I looks. Mean, but. <laughs> it's a lot of my career, but... <laughs> you use the word career so loosely. Um, but it is a bit It is a bit tricky on, you know, how do we plan... Uh, like, how do you plan your life and safely want to go out? I'm like, even if we do go out, do people have the money? I totally. mean, this, yeah. this is crisis. This yeah. is crisis. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back with Leslie Margarita as we figure out what the fuck is wrong with Broadway. And now we're back with Leslie Margarita, and we were discussing her amazing, fabulous career, and also her biggest project she has is her husband that is far away from her. That is the key to this today. Now, we spent the first bit talking about Broadway and stuff, and we don't want to be a downer because Miss Leslie is a fucking hoot. And I got to tell you, um, the way that I came to meet uh, Leslie was one of these random opportunities because right after Drag Race, um, I was living in New York at the time. And I got a call from someone, I can't remember who it was, that said, we're doing this fabulous fundraiser uh, uh, called Broadway Bears. And they said, we would like to include you into the show, blah, blah, blah. We have this bit part we'd like to have you play. And I'm like, listen, my schedule's kind of crazy. I don't know if I can do rehearsal. I mean, I sounded really fancy. It's the exact opposite of what's going on right now. Uh, so I was like, I might be in New York for a minute. They said, we'll make it work. So literally, it was a, what, two lines, I think it was, the Originally, that they originally. originally, yeah, originally. yeah, but it was that kind of a thing where yeah. they're like, "Come on out, you're going to be security, uh, blah 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 blah," and Leslie's going to be on stage with you. And I didn't know who Leslie was, so of course I'm googling Leslie, going, "Okay, oh, oh, okay, so she's a theater girl." I didn't expect to like her, but I was just like, "Oh God, I got to know my one two lines. Well, I've got to be on time." Blah blah blah. So I think I only rehearsed the day that we were doing the show, and there's two shows that we do. So yeah. um, the the big perk of it was. <laughs> Well, first of all, I got to meet Leslie, which was great, but we hit it off immediately, okay? Now, Leslie's basically, you were the stage manager, right? And, yes. and explain, explain what you were doing in the show to begin with, and then we can mention the other factor. So, the show was like, uh, I was the stage manager of Broadway Bears-ish. Yes. Like, I was playing yes. the stage manager. And so, there were celebrities, in quotations, <laughs> that they always get to to do, and 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 so... You were going to be, were you by, with other security? You came out to- I think I was security. I think I was security. Oh, I was the stage for, manager. You were the stage you were, manager. Yeah. I was I security. Was, yes. yes, and you were security. And so the- <laughs> Wait, the, do you realize how serious this is? We have to figure out what our roles were. That's how fucked up. Okay. So you're so stage then manager. I have like a clipboard. I'm like, oh my God, the, the celebrities coming out 
And the, the celebrity that you were, the scene that you were in with was James Franco. Correct. So <laughs> to any other gay, this might be exciting. Not so much to me. I didn't, you know, first of all, I'm not his type because I was too old. But the weird thing was is that he's there and I'm like, oh, okay, so this is going to be fun. I'm assuming any man who I'm assuming is straight that decides to take part in this fundraiser is amazing because it's for a great cause. Yes. You know, it's all for AIDS research. Yeah. And, and, and it's it's amazing. And they raise tons of money. And his star power, I'm thinking, this is going to be yeah. great. This is going to be good. Now, remember, I don't really know Leslie, but Leslie's kind of like the narrator, stage manager, running the show in right. every scene, kind of linking all of these this naked dance yeah. numbers yes. together. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just a fraction of this. So when we get there that day, it's James Franco. We're like, okay, well, this is going to be good. Now, uh, I know my two lines. Leslie knows hers. He's coming in to do a star turn. But before it began, and this was a story for me that was kind of weird, is that I was in the dressing, I was going up to the dressing room. And they apparently, because we're using a, uh, we're using a different spray. Was it at the Roseland? Was it? It was. was it, it was at a. Yeah, it was a Roseland with the carpet. Carpet yes. yeah. yeah. So, um, so we go upstairs. I go upstairs, and I'm trying to go to my dressing room. Now, granted, I'm getting in drag, so I am in this dressing room, and there's like four men. So there's me, James Franco, and I don't remember who the other two were, but they put all of us in yeah. one room. <clears throat> And when I went up to the room, I started getting ready. And then I went back down to do another rehearsal. And in between me going back down and coming back up, <laughs> his people arrived. Do you remember this? That he oh had God. like a little, he yes. had a group of people. And, 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 and one of them was this little persnickety faggot. And yes. I say faggot because he was a little snazzy queen. He had a weird name, like Aries or something. I don't like remember. It was, like, it was some like weird... But I just remember, like, he only called him Franco. Like, you didn't call him James. Like, he kept oh, girl, saying, bye. like, Franco. Yeah, his weird, okay, so his weird little... His little, little thing was there, and yeah. I had already started my face, and then the door was shut when I went back up after rehearsal to try to get in, and this guy, whatever, Aries or whatever her name was, <laughs> wouldn't let me in. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm in, like, my name is on the door, faggot. Uh, this is me. Like, I'm going in. And he would not let me into the room. And I thought, oh, fuck yourself. So I grabbed my shit and went down the hallway and shared a dressing room with someone else to finish getting ready because I thought, this is kind of weird. But yeah. I'm like, it wasn't James. This is just his people. Yeah. Yeah. So we then rehearsed the moment with him, which you want to tell the people what, what we did. We were, our- we were going <laughs> to pants him. <laughs> and so he... And by pants up, you mean remove his pants, remove show his, his ass. Remove his pants, show yeah. his ass. And, uh-huh. he, and, and so they rigged like these Velcro pants, Rip right? Rip uh-huh. away pants. But then he had a, he freaked out and he was like, no, I don't want to show my ass. I'm like, look, that's the only reason you're here. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. So finally, finally they... I think he decided, like, there was so much pressure that, yeah. that, that they had less to, but um, you came, you then improvised, it was amazing, you what? then had, like, a rubber glove. Well, yes, because, look, I, if his little assistant, I didn't want any trouble here, I didn't want to get blamed, I thought, <laughs> safety first, if I'm going to James Franco's ass, because it didn't, it, of course, it didn't excite me, I mean, I wasn't, like, a crazy fan of his, but I thought, I'm going to play the game, why not? So yeah. I did have gloves. We pulled his pants off yes. successfully. But here's the, the best thing, though, was you us. had you had just won. Like, yes. So oh, yeah, because it was it was yeah 2014. Yeah, yeah. So James Franco 
he came out first, I think, right? Yes, because you called me out. Yes. yes, he came out first. And there's, you know, it's it's the rad thing about Broadway versus it's like a rock concert. Yes. So there's just thousands of people. He comes out, big cheer. <laughs> then I call you out. And it is like the fucking... Beatles. <laughs> I have never was, experienced anything like that in my life. Well, you know what was crazy? It was the first time I did anything in New York after one because I think it was May that the show wrapped up and we knew. And, and so this was in June. Was June. Yes, it was my first they moment went back in New York. Insane. And that first show, you see fucking Franco, whatever we call him, his face <laughs> is like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> And the bitch I, you didn't let in the dressing right? room. <laughs> and I was, I just remember like my face hurt. I was smiling so hard. I've never heard anything like that since, uh, before or since. It was like a wave of just, I mean, people just, I mean, they, obviously we all love you, but like no, this but was insane. Girl, but also in that moment, you were ad libbing, riding that pole, <laughs> going back and forth, being the hooker that you are. And I you loved know what every, to do. No, I loved every minute of it. I think, I think somewhere it's on YouTube if you people want to look it up because it's quite funny. But, but, but you know I what do, to do. I remember after that, which was, which was actually the thing that made me laugh the most, is that someone's like, ooh, I think James Franco's gay. I'm like, honey, I was looking at that <laughs> ass. No proper man that's gay would have been up there with pimples and hairs. They would have clean their kitchen before they put it on display. You know that. Oh, you yeah. Know. Oh, a yeah. queen would have had it all pristine. It was, a, so, it was not cute. No, and then afterwards, man. like, that was the that was the picture that, like, all the magazines picked up because oh, yes. it was you too. And I was like, I hope he realizes that, that it was because of you that he got all this press. <laughs> no! What made me laugh? I think at the time it said, uh, I saw it, I was on a plane soon after, and I think it was, like, Star Magazine or one of those, and there was a picture of me with the Love, pulling his pants, but then they said Bianca 39. And no. I was like, oh! What are you? <laughs> no, why do people do that? Why? It, it's why? rotted. Rotted. So oh. there it was. That was my moment with, with James Franco. I'm like, ooh. And and you know, didn't didn't know what to think of it, didn't know what to expect of it, but it mm. was like, mm, there it that, is. Yeah. You know? That was that 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 was it. Yeah. That yeah. was before Had, kind of all of his uh, allegations. Yeah. Allegations. Yeah. It's true, though. It's true. Well, let me ask you this. Being an actress, have you ever had a moment where somebody's been like, hey, hey, let me see those titties? Oh, 100%. Really? All the and time. Did you show them? Of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had it a lot, a lot. Really? Especially when I was younger. Now that I'm, I'm older, I'm not. I'm, I'm too old now. <laughs> but like, now I'm like, please, anybody want to see them? <laughs> but yeah, when I was younger, it would happen a lot. Um, really? And I think they just assume that if you're young, you're you're a fucking idiot. But I was always, again, like, no, I'll cut you. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So it didn't, like, it didn't happen as much to me as it did to other people, which then, of course, gave me all this, you know, like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> why, why am I not being objectified? But well, I always said, I say that, you know, when I was, I currently have a lawsuit against the Catholic Church. Because when I was an altar boy, nobody fucked me. And I'm upset. <laughs> like, I mean, nobody now? even tried. <laughs> Come Jeez. on, <laughs> Jesus. I look good in a dress with a candle. Come on, yeah. That's 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 the worst part about all of it. Yeah. So so really, so you've had the people that were like, hey 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 oh, yeah. hey 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 hey. Yeah. Really, yeah, that's, a lot, that's... a lot, and it's gross. It's so gross. And well, there are people something... I see to this day that I'm like, I remember 20 years ago 
USDC. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still, they're really? still around. Like nobody, that's the thing is these, now people are getting taken down, but it did, yeah. didn't happen then. No, I mean, it was just kind of like, this is the way it was. This is the way it was. Yeah, and I, not to say, and I think it, it, some clarity is just, it's not to say that that's right. It's just like, it, nothing, nothing was a big deal and and i think that's what's so interesting now that everything yeah. is a big deal like everything is you know uh questionable yes. uh, and i think the more people talk the more you're going to find something wrong with it you know this is yeah. not new i think so it does get it does get a bit tricky i think in the world now which is fucked up you know especially with what we do i mean they're yeah. just like you know you're always getting touched you're always getting yeah you know people changing your clothes and doing whatever like but now everything you have to think through everything like where do you like, draw the line yeah like where 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 does all that work now i'm curious though so aside from you know you getting to new york and and working with me and james franco which is sure the highlight <laughs> of your career it's the highlight i did not know until today that you actually won an olivier award <gasps> I did. I did not know that you won for the Zorro the musical. Yes. Doesn't which... that sound like it's going to suck, but it did. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But you can that's how I got to see you in London was because you were there. Yeah. So tell me tell me about how you get from, you know, avoiding your husband in New York mm-hmm. to going to London and getting this role because I mean your first big role in New York was Matilda. Matilda, yeah. Yeah, so and how bef- did that? Well, let's start with that one. How did that come about? Which which then led to Zorro, right? Because it was no Zorro was before. Oh, Zorro was before. So this is how crazy. So I won okay, an Olivier Award, had not even been on Broadway. Like I okay, had, but let me ask. Wait, okay. How the fuck did you get to London? How you got to Zorro? So, I, I mean. Yeah. I was in LA and I would fly out to New York and get so close to Broadway shows, but those bitches weren't hiring me. Yeah. So in LA, the the London team, the director lived in Los Angeles. And so they had an audition for a shitty one act reading okay. that rehearsed at this place that was not only rehearsal hall, but it was also like a quinceanera oh. wedding. <laughs> like, <laughs> double duty. <laughs> double duty. So, and I was like, well, this fucking sucks, but it was the Gypsy Kings that wrote the music. Ah, so, love the Gypsy Kings, right? yes. And I was like, oh my yeah. God. Now, I'm Italian and Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. And I have some Spanish, but I'm yeah. not Latina. You know, like I don't speak Spanish. I don't. Right. But the Gypsy Kings are French and Spanish uh-huh. and like Andalusian, like all this weird stuff. So they you know, they're like, not Spanish enough. They're not Spanish they're enough. They're not Spanish <laughs> enough. They're not yes. Latin enough. They're so, like me. <laughs> so I was okay. So they. <laughs> Um, I kept like workshopping this show for three years in LA. Yes. And, and wait, you were cast as, uh, um, 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 it's different uh, than the movie. So it's not, uh, you know, my brain immediately went, oh, you know, Catherine what I was thinking. Jones. Yeah. No, I was thinking in my head, I'm thinking Aldonza, but that's fucking oh, no. it was, But it was totally kind of the <laughs> same. Like okay, she's the whore, it. like I was the, the whore with the hair and the, the like, yeah. <laughs> Is that the voice? Let me hear the yeah, voice. The, the whore, whore with the, the whore with the hair. Yeah. Like it, I, it was totally that Aldonza. Like the, okay. the slutty, like I was like the, I was the gypsy queen. And, yeah. Titties um, on display. Titties yes. on display. Corsets. <laughs> titties on display. Um, and so I kept workshopping this and then I was the one that they kept. And out of everybody. Out of everybody. They kept now, was me. It, was it all London? I mean, was it all Los it all Angeles Ameri- cast? Yeah, that, Los Angeles that you had? Okay. and then New York as well. We would rehearse, we would workshop it in New York. Uh-huh. And this was over like three years. And then they said, we're, we're going to London. We're, they were going to tour first, which is, you know, what they do over there. Yes. And so I, I, I went. I was like the one person. But Equity, my union, would not exchange me because I was a nobody because I had never done a Broadway show. So the Zorro company got me work papers. Wow. (laughs) And I went and toured. And then 
I left the tour two days early to come back and get married. And, oh, <laughs> and then and then I went and then I did the West End, like which was crazy, and then won a fucking Olivia, which is nuts. Okay, but okay, so wait, but but, but the transition <laughs> period between that, so you're traveling with the show with the hopes that it's going to go somewhere, and yeah. you didn't know where it was going to lead, because that's right. usually how it is. I mean, I think what's crazy is when once you get cast in something, I always say this about people: you get cast in something, you rehearse, and it sucks up your life, and then it's opening night, and you're standing there on the red carpet or whatever call it carpet, because in case yeah. the red is offensive. Uh, the pink carpet, the green carpet. You're standing there, and then somebody goes, "Oh, Leslie, it's so great to see you. What's next?" Uh-huh. And you're just like, "Can I get through tonight, motherfucker? I Can I just fucking... <laughs> yeah, I don't know." And and we never know as performers. You don't know how long that shit's gonna last. Yeah. So you're just yeah. like, mm, "We'll see." Yeah. But so here you are with the show, schlepping. Uh, you know, basically workshopping it and doing it. You're the only glue that has stayed because <laughs> yes. they're like, okay, girl with the titties with the girl Spanish with the accent, we like. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing yeah. you're doing a tour in the UK, which is very small. Most people don't realize that it's it's much smaller than America. Therefore, yeah. the cities are closer together. So you're are you doing sit downs? Are you just kind of we going doing, in and out? We were doing like we did a six week sit down, and then over there you have to find your own like housing and lodging. Yeah. Oh, ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. That ha, was ma, ma. that was news to me. Um, <laughs> That was nuts. And so we would do like a week in, in I think we did eight cities. We'd do like a week and they were changing the show and wow. and and redoing stuff. And then I went home and it was, you know, in hopes that we were going to the West End, but we didn't have a theater yet. It's kind of the same yeah. what they do with Broadway. Yeah. And then um, like two weeks later, I found out we're going to the West End. They changed half the cast again, again. and wow. redid the show again. And so it was like a totally different show than what I had just toured with so we right. went into rehearsal again and um yeah and then finally opened over there and and but how do you, do you do you adapt well to to change when you're doing something oh, like no. i mean you're not so so you're like a, a practice by the book i know everything don't change it on me don't don't because i find it funny because when, when i work with you or when i when i work with you we did two things <laughs> uh, but what i mean two things a year apart um is that is that you're very spontaneous you're very good with with ad-libbing and finding the moment and doing what you're doing do you find that when you were like in the middle of the show like for somebody to come in and say okay act two now you're gonna die how did you feel they did oh no they no 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 did, did you <laughs> No, wait, you, wait, you didn't die originally? Yes. No, I did oh. not die originally. And so oh I get the phone call, you're going to the West End, but your character is dying. No. And I swear to you, I swear that's why I won the Olivia. It was this dramatic, like, no, wait. in the second wait, act, wait. dead. Wait, so you make it to the second act. So you're not like a Bernardo oh, yeah. where you die no, 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 no. in the first act in no. West Side Story. Okay. I, 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 it's like before the end. But it was okay. so, like, people loved my character because it was the, the funny kind of, you yeah. know, and... And then you have this dramatic death and the audience is like, whoa. So I'm convinced that's why I got the Olivia because it was like, I got, I, it was, I got to be dramatic and got to be funny. But then yeah. when you die, I mean, come on. They, they love you. They love they, you when you love die. You. Love you. How many but, songs were you singing in this? Because, oh my God, uh, tons. The, uh, really? Like, yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah, really? Yeah, so it was get... really tough. And Dan, we, it was all flamenco choreography. Oh, shit. So I had to learn all that. I went to flamenco camp before I even started like rehearsing. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was really, really cool and awesome and like uh, insane. But then yeah. the Olivier's aren't really like the Tonys. Like you don't campaign for. No, 
No, but it's it's huge. I mean, as an American, isn't it pretty amazing that you're kind of like, all right, you motherfuckers didn't want to cast me in America, so I went over yes. here like Josephine Baker to be accepted yes. and loved and admired. And then, and my category was then. Now it's changed, but then it was men and women together. Like all the really? supporting actors were were together. Yeah. So I was like, but then I was like, oh my god, I won the Olivier. Here I yes. come, Broadway. No. Yes. Oh, so the no. show just went bloop. The show went no. bloop, bloop, bloop. No, no, no. The show did great okay. over there. Yeah. When I, and I, we did like a year and a half I was there. Okay. Then I came back and I was like, now I'll be cast. Yeah. On Broadway. Didn't happen. And Zorro oh. never came here. Just be, it's so expensive to put on a show, to do a, a Broadway show. So yeah. shows in London, it's cheaper to do over there. And yeah. I don't know. I love the London audiences more. The Broadway audiences, I think, were a little snooty when they came to see Zorro. They were like, oh, it's not arty enough. It's not. Yeah. And but don't you what, find that there's just a huge amount of like commercialism with yeah. with Broadway? I mean, you know good and well if it's a uh, if it's Beauty and the Beast that it's gonna run. If yeah. it's Lion King, it's gonna run because it appeals to that. And you know, Disney has the money to back that kind of a shit. Yeah. Where when you're dealing with something that's kind of uh, a different concept or really kind of artsy, very few take off. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of it, it's just this challenging moment where you're like, I really love the work, but it ain't going to happen. But if you get stuck yeah. in, a, in a Lion King, you're like, all right, well, this is a good 10 years of work if right? I can yeah. stomach it. Yeah. Gover- government job. Um, yeah. And so I just thought I'd be cat. I got close to so many things on Broadway and still just didn't get it. I think, you know, I didn't live there or whatever, but the Matilda people saw me in Zorro. Okay. And so well, that's... How? Was it Matilda opening? Didn't open in London first, and it then opened came in to New York? It, it London, ah. London first. So okay. that show opened over there, and friends of mine were like, "Oh my god, this role! You need to do this role!" Yeah. And then I just kept flying out to audition. But they they had seen me in yeah. Zorro, so they kind of knew me. So again, it was the Brits that like that said. We're yeah. gonna give her a chance. Yes. After they killed you. After, After they, they killed, killed me. <laughs> anything? Did you ever have a moment like when you're like? I mean, look, I I can only imagine doing eight shows a week and having to die. Was there ever a moment that you're out there and you're like, this ain't right? Like, like this, like, like, because I mean, dying every show, you know. It's... Can I? Uh, and you know those theaters, how fucking old they are. Yes. So, you know, there's, there were. My favorite is I'm I'm dead center stage always. If the guy wait, wait, shot hold me, hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're gonna take a break and listen to our sponsors, and <laughs> oh, then we're yeah. gonna come right back yeah. and hear this death scene because yeah. I I got a feeling this is gonna That's end good. up yeah. really yeah. good. <laughs> we're gonna take a short break and hear from our wonderful sponsors. I was supposed to say wonderful supportive sponsors that I love. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back with Leslie Margarita, and she was telling us on how she died eight times a week. Yeah. So you're in an old theater, which is in kind an of old redundant. theater. <laughs> I know, right? In, but in London, they're really gross, and they're yeah. a lot of them are like underground a bit. Yes. So tons of varmints, whatever. <laughs> the guy shoots me, and I, of course, like if he shot me. After I had passed center stage, I would like stagger back to center and then die. <laughs> and <Yeah>. so, <laughs> but there was a night where I'm laying dead and there are all these like, you know, gypsies around me. And all I hear is, and my eyes are closed and I hear like, raton, no. raton, raton. And I'm like, what the fuck is, my eyes are closed. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? A giant fucking rat. No. Yes. <laughs> runs across the stage. <laughs> oh. 
across my dead body, I leap up and go, look around and then die again. The rat did you win. Oh my God. But then I'm like shaking, laughing and the audience sees it. So it was like the worst. There's no way to go around it. There's no way. There's no. Girl, 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 girl. Like how do you, how, how, (laughs) luckily it was the end for you. But like, how do you, like the, the, mm, the, 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 now you see, maybe that's why you got the award. Maybe that's it. Because, yeah, yeah, because you were able to handle a rat. Like that's, that's some fucking, (laughs) but like, did did you find yourself then after that, just laughing and thinking about that rat every time you died? All the time. It's got to fuck with your head. Yeah. And I was then looking for the rat everywhere. And I did see it again, like through a hole, like its face. (laughs) (laughs) But they were like, we're going to exterminate. It'll be fine. Sure. But yeah, I I, I thought about that every night. And I always had like one eye open, sleep with one eye open. You got to, bitch. I mean, a rat coming out, fucking up. You're trying to do a big moment. (laughs) See, I I always have the hardest time whenever I'm faced to do something serious. You know, like if you're in a serious moment, it's just very hard. Because I'm one of those people that like laughs at a funeral. You know, I'm at a funeral and I find the funniest thing, whether the person dead. I went to a funeral once. My friend was dressed in pink. (laughs) She never fucking wore pink. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, girl, they did you dirty. But it's that thing where I'm like, oh, she's dead. But yeah, but she never wore pink. But that's just my head. I guess her family wondered how to look cheery when she met Jesus. But it just wasn't right. (laughs) That's just my opinion. So so you're in Zorro chasing down rats. Yeah. You're in New York. You find that you got somebody that saw Finally. you. You've got yeah. a, you've got an Olivier Award. You got a husband in California. Yeah. Yeah. And then Matilda happens. Yeah. And you're like, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm on Broadway. Finally. This is my moment. <laughs> Finally. Well, come on. I mean, you you had to be what at that time? Twenty-five? How sure. old were you then? When- sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I I mean, I have always had like I got super lucky. Like right out of college, I got a tel- right in college. I got a TV show. They remade. Well, you didn't tell me this. Oh my god! They remade Fame because it's terrible, and it was called <laughs> Fame LA. I used to call it Fame La, and um, <laughs> it was so bad. But we did like twenty-two episodes, and I was like, "This is going to be easy. I'm going to be a TV star." No, nothing. Yeah. So I early on had success, and so mm-hmm. I think then I appreciated it when I didn't have success. You know, yeah. when you're like. I remember when nobody wanted me. So now that right. I had success, I really appreciated it. Because yes. there's some bitches that will call out of shows just because they're sad or they yes. don't want to do their show. And I'm like, I. it took me so long to get there. I'm like, I will hobble on stage and Bitch, do you a died show. with a rat. I you died, died with, with a rat. rat. <laughs> Wait, so you're not a call out girl. You're, oh, no, you're I don't. A, I'm going to do every show. Every show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Matilda. I went nine months before I called out of one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't like to do it. I'm like, this yeah. is my job, so I'm gonna do it. If and there's a, if there's if there's a real reason, sure. Then, but but know. I mean, like, if there's if there's like a if you're out, then some other bitch gets a chance, and you're right? like, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did a cooter slam in Matilda and got a piece of stage, not in the cooter, but in my leg, jammed into my leg. And I still was like, I finished the number and I was like hobbling. And they were like, you need to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, no, I got it. Well, that's, I think that's what, I think that's what's missing from Broadway. You know, having, having a great experience or having an experience or touch of fame in the beginning, fame, I didn't mean fame, fame law. Fame law. If you, if you have that touch in the beginning, that's really, 
genius to say that you were able to appreciate it. Because I often say that about, you know, just my life and Drag Race, which happened in my late 30s, which was just like, okay, I've been in every shitty club there is. I, I, you know, you died with rats. I performed Mm -hmm. with rats. It's like, this was a ticket. And now that you're there, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to stick with it, you know, and and you do what you got to do. So Matilda's in this moment. And then you get another fabulous offer to do a show that I do love so much, James at Sea. And then you just... Said, I'm good. My contract's up. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do Dames at Sea. And it was the most fun, best show. Every Mm. preview audience was like on its feet, loved it. And then the critics were like, it opened right after Hamilton. (laughs) And the critics were like, we don't need six white people on a boat tap dancing. (laughs) (laughs) And so then we ran three months and it closed. And it was such a bummer because it was so good. And I was like, there's room for both. <laughs> it was just so, like the worst season to open. No. Yeah. No. And so then Isn't I went, crazy? I mean, it's crazy. And then I went back and closed up Matilda, which was great. So when, the, when yeah. they closed, I went back and, and closed it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. Well, yeah. Show business. Crazy. Well, it's completely crazy. And also when you're in something that you're enjoying and that you believe in yeah. and you go, why is the world not seeing this? Yes. You know, why, why is it not translating? I mean, you know, anything that opened the year of Hamilton is fucked. Yeah, I mean, let's totally just be fucked. honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's and crazy. this was like the widest boat that has ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but in the show, it makes sense because it's of a time period. It's a spoof of these people. Uh, yes. Uh, it's yes, like, it, yes. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense. But yeah, it was just the, the, the wrong show to open right after Hamilton. But yeah. And so then you do a couple more months of, of um, Matilda and then you're yeah. just kind of like back hitting the pavement. You're just kind of like. That's like, what we do. Back hitting the yeah. pavement. And, you know, I'm, I'm totally lucky that I do TV and film stuff. And I, yeah. I love that. I mean, I love theater more, but, but I have to do TV and film to support my theater. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you've done like the, 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 you've done the Good Wife, Charmed, King yeah, of Queens, yeah, yeah. all that but, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like all, all those shows that are. And that what are was out the there. what was the transition like from 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 stage, which was basically your well, except for Famila, um, yeah. you know, uh, you know, jumping back into into TV? Is it is it completely different? Do you tone it down? Yeah, See, I'm I mean, horrible. Like right <laughs> really after bad. right after Matilda, I joined Homeland, which was like <laughs> super dramatic. <laughs> And so, How do you go? How do I you know. go from Cuda Slams right? to Homeland? I know. You got a good did, agent. Like, you got I, a good I do, agent. I do. So I went from Cuda Slams to then no makeup and like running around being chased by the FBI in Virginia. So I did like months of that. And, and, and so it was crazy to go from like a crazy character to then you just everything's yeah. really small. I just like don't move your face and then you can do any TV drama. So um, I find that like Botox is fantastic for TV drama because then That's you good. just look like you're. It's just, like she's so good. She's so good. She's, she's so got such control. Good. She just doesn't move her face. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then like yeah, I did a ton of like TV dramas after Matilda, and then uh, got to go back off Broadway. And I did uh, the the grown up Cindy Lou Who. I did a one woman yes. show that um, yes. I loved doing. But uh, was this something uh, you wrote yourself, or no, was this something that was oh, no. was written for you? It was oh, written. Brilliant. It wasn't even written for me. It was written for some other bitch. I don't know. But um, <laughs> they offered it to me, and it was like I had never done a one person show. Like I do cabaret shows, but it's not the same. Like yeah. to just be by yourself on stage was fucking frightening. They had to push me out on stage every night, oh, and God. it's. Uh, you know, it's playing off of the audience, which is what you mm-hmm. do. And I was like, I don't want to. I just want them to look at me like a zoo animal and do nothing. And it was really hard, but I'm, I'm glad I did it. Um, 
Yeah, and that I, was a that was a Christmas show, a Christmas, Christmas based show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. is this something that you might pick up and do again? I hope or? so. I hope we'll do yeah. it again. They they aired it like <laughs> aired it. They they played it this past Christmas. Okay. Like streamed it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I hope we do it again. It's really wrong. They yes. were again. They were like, we don't know. There's some stuff we can't say anymore. I'm like, why not? Yeah. Just say, yeah. You're already taking it's 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 a drug addict Cindy Lou Who living in her trailer. Right. And it was like it's, well, in, in, in Hollywood terms, it'd be the prequel. Or you know, the 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 <laughs> aftermath of Cindy after yeah. the Grinch fucked her over. It but is. See, that's, it it that's literally where, is. Yeah. Th- th- that's the that's what the the humor is in yeah. all of that. I mean, none of this is is real, and I think that's what I think that's what upsets me because I don't necessarily want to see everything that makes me think that's serious or something that just yes. is artistic i want funny i want I, well funny is the main thing i want that's truly yeah. the one thing it is i mean a message is good as long as sure. it's not too preachy no i don't want to like i don't want to be hit over the head with with something no. and i feel like the, i hope that we're not in for that yeah because ugh. well with all <laughs> with all the stuff that you've done from cindy lou who to matilda <laughs> to to uh aldonza part two <laughs> it, are there are there any roles what, what what has been your favorite role that you've played? Not necessarily just on Broadway, just in general. Um, I mean, you you killed that little girl and got Annie. Uh, you did Zora oh, with a rat. I, I mean, I, I uh, tons of I. I what did you do... walk into going? This this fits me like a glove. It gives me everything I need as an actor. It gives me the chance to sing, laugh, dance, twirl. What role? I'm always fascinated by this with people because. You know, as an audience, we'll go, well, you were so good in this. And you're like, mm, hated it. But <laughs> like, yes, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, what was your, your dream, your dream role that you were doing that you've done? You know, I loved, um, and it didn't, hasn't come to probably yet. I did a, uh, the Flamingo Kid, they made it into a musical and we did it at really? Hartford two years ago. Um, and I loved that role because I got to yeah. dance and twirl and be, I was like the the woman who just sat on the lounge chair smoking and made comments, and that's the dream. Like, and then I would then I would get up and do a dance number, <laughs> and then I'd sit back down and smoke and make comments. And it was just the bed. I had a fantastic songs, and so I really loved that. And and that I was was kind of hoping. Well, it still might. Who knows? I don't know what the yeah. state of Broadway is, but um, yeah, I loved that. I loved Zorro so much, and I get to do tons of regional theater too, and get to do roles that I wouldn't be cast in. On, yeah. on Broadway, which I love. Um, and I'm hoping that stuff comes back too. Yeah, I guess I guess it's that type of thing too. When when I I often look at some at stars that have done successful stuff. Let's say you do Broadway, and like, what is your next move? Yeah. You know, where do you go from that from that side of it? Because I'm sure the you know the levels of it is like, well, if I leave Broadway, then they're going to forget about me. Yes. But then I'm I'm always suspicious of the person that's doing everything. It kind of happens more in Hollywood, I would say, when you see everybody playing everything at one moment. Like, yeah. there, there's not a channel I can't turn on where I don't find Nicole Kidman. You know, it just happens. Right. Yes. A, a, yeah. a, a, Everywhere. Yeah. She's just the one that they're using for all. She's even Lucy for now. I know. So how the yeah. fuck is that going to uh, happen? Uh, but I just go, all right. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I did go, Renee Zellweger is Judy. What the fuck? But, right. you know, uh, somebody has faith in them. But in in the end, I think with, with theater, it's just kind of like, you know, you, I guess the longevity is probably a little better because we have a little distance from the audience. We don't get aged yes. so quickly. Um, yes. It's more of a skill set. You know, it you is, might have. Yes. I mean, I, I not long ago did a production of Greece that was dubbed Ancient Greece oh, no. by someone on a message board. <laughs> <laughs> 
ancient Greece. <laughs> because we were all a little long in the tooth. <laughs> Wait, who were you playing? Rizzo. And oh. the person on the message board said, Leslie Margarita talking about having a bun in the oven. From where I was sitting, it looked like that, that oven had been out of order for some time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shady ass people. <laughs> Well, to be fair, to be fair, uh, uh, what was her name um, 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 in the film? Oh, Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing. She was in her 30s yes, playing yes, a high school yeah. student, so yeah. that's not a bad yeah. thing. No, we were, we were yeah. far enough away from the audience, so. <laughs> and, I mean, as long as you can sing it, I mean, you know, that's yeah. the best part. Yeah. You know, she's got that great song that everybody knows. Yeah. So you yeah. do, I think, I think, I guess with that, but I guess as an actor, you kind of feel like, if I play... You know, if you're playing a lead in Matilda, well, is, is the role of Matilda considered a lead or is that considered supporting? Supporting, supporting. I'm always supporting. supporting. I'm very happy in the supporting. Don't you find? Some people have a problem with being second banana. I love being second banana oh, I love because it. you come in, you come out, you do what you got to do. You don't have to go through all the fuckery. No, and you're also, always else the best part of the show. Like always, yeah. those roles yeah. are the best. Yeah, I agree. Um, but so, so when you go from that to that, and then you're sitting back thinking, okay, am I going to get my next big moment, or do I go do this regional thing where it's a lead role, yeah. so to speak? You know, because you've gone out and done like Adelaide and Guys yeah, and yeah. Dolls and stuff. And so, when you go do that, do you sit back and say, hey, should I wait for Broadway to give me my moment, or do I go get to play this role that I've always wanted to play? I go play the role I want to play. See, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't. I to me, like. Broadway's just a street. It is like it really is. <laughs> yeah. I, I when I finally got to Broadway, I was like, "This is no different than my fucking community theater that I did. It's <laughs> yeah. the same shit. It just has more money." Yeah. So yeah, I, I, those shows to me, like regional theaters, are often better than Broadway shows because there's not a million people giving their fucking opinion about. Oh, that's true. You know what what it should be. So no, I'll always go and and play a role that I want to play. I don't care where Pro- it's at. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I'm also a yes person too. I say yes to anything that comes my way. I'm just like, let's see. I mean, if not, I hope in the end I have a great story I can use after. Yeah. You know, that I go, oh, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll go, let's go to Poughkeepsie. Let's see what's going to happen. Totally. Yeah. And I always, yeah. people are always like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, well, why not? Everybody said no for so long. So if someone who's asking me to do something, I'm going to yeah. do it. Like, I mean, I just did an off-Broadway show right week closed because of COVID called Emoji Land that everyone was like, why are you doing? I was like, it was genius. It was so fucking fun. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Emoji best. Land. Emoji Land. Emoji Land. Wait, why did I know of this? Tell, tell me about emo- Somebody I know is doing wigs for this. Uh, oh, yeah, Bobby. I saw picture. Bobby Pins. Yes, okay, yes, Bobby yes, Pins, okay. who okay, made yes. my amazing Lady Gaga pink ponytail. Okay. Okay, uh, I remember oh seeing photos. So, so what is the basis or the or the plot to Emoji Land with the hopes that we can see it when it comes back? Yeah, I, I'm hoping it does. Um, I was basically Trump. I, I'm the princess emoji. Okay, and is this like an emo? This it's an emoji world that we're living. A, we're, in? We're in a smartphone. Oh, okay. And so everyone's an emoji, and I'm the princess. And then an update happens. Okay. And all these other emojis, like there's the prince who is mm-hmm. Josh Lehman. Do you know Josh Lehman? The name sounds very familiar, Super but I'm funny. horrible. Yeah. He's, he was the prince on the so all these um, different color emojis, okay. different gender <laughs> emojis oh, come okay. in, and I'm not very topical. Hap- I'm, I'm, it's very topical. I'm not happy with it, so I build a firewall to keep <laughs> the other emojis out. But the uh, firewall, this is the craziest shit. The firewall causes a virus, so oh. we're literally singing a song going virus the day before all the theaters <laughs> shut down. So it was you. <laughs> it was me, but it was. Oh my God, that night before everything shut down, virus, 
this, the audience is just like, because huh. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a reboot. So it needs to come back because it really is. It's totally topical. It just sounds idiotic. No, but that's a bit you know. That's the shit I love, though, is I'm like, just give shit a chance and come see well, stuff. And My yeah. favorite thing is to always see something. And, or, or I look at pictures of people and other drag queens. I go, mm, I don't like her face. <laughs> and then I become being best friends with her. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, she's so much fun. Yeah. Totally not what I thought. Yeah. So that's I think that's a good thing, especially a theatrical experience. I mean, you know, when you think I often think imagine somebody sitting down trying to explain to another individual, okay, so we're going to do a show about Ava Perone, yes, and it's right. going to be a musical, and it's going to be, it's going to start with a funeral. Wouldn't you just go, what the fuck? Yes. Like, the, yeah. like what? Like, it's like someone saying, we're going to do a musical about Hillary Clinton, yeah. and then it's going to start with, you know, even this, this, the, the, the one that I just saw recently was, uh, I didn't see it, but I saw the, the information and the, and the, the propaganda for it was Diana. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. just like, that sounds insane to me. Like, how are you going to musical- yeah. musicalize Diana and make it? But then I'm like, you know, I sing Don't Cry For Me Argentina. Like, it's, you know, right? like, of totally. course, it's a standard. It's a classic. It's a standard. I- yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. look, Alexander Hamilton, who would have been like, uh, yeah. no. Yeah. It's true. So, or let me musicalize this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, uh, that's why when people are like, why, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because I get a pink ponytail and I get to do a pole <laughs> dance 15 feet in the air. Why, and why stay away I, from and, my husband. And get paid. Why would that do <laughs> Have you Why ever not? Have you ever played uh, Ava? No, I want to so. Oh, you need to do That's it. That's my dream role. It's okay, my dream. Okay. So yeah. while we're asking, is that the dream, the ultimate dream role to do That's that? That's the ultimate one. I'd really like to do Audrey again in Little Shop. Oh, yes, so, yes, yes. You know, I just saw within the past few years, I saw that new production that was done in yeah. London. And that was <gasps> outside. Yeah. That my friend Vicky Vox played the plant. Uh, oh. So, and, and he, one of these random situations, here she was, a drag queen performing at Hamburger Mary's in Los Angeles. This guy came in, says, you were perfect for the plant. And you know how it is with the plant. Usually it's just the voice. Yeah. So I just assumed when I went, my friend was just going to be the voice backstage because she's really funny. Um, but no, literally walked out of the plant. Plant was a full functioning plant. So I normally don't like new, attempts at a show that I love but yeah. I did love it I thought it was pretty great you'd be amazing Audrey I That'd love it I've done it one. I love it I love it um, speaking of uh, when is Jamie coming to Broadway and are you going to do it well I don't know you know it's one of these crazy things with I love um, you were so good well, it, was, it was such a great opportunity here was one oh. of those things where somebody says would you come and play this role in the West End you're like fuck yeah I'm oh going, my god it was bitch. so amazing Actually, what's great is, um, so I was doing the show in London that Leslie came to see because she was back. You were yes. back doing Zorro it, again. Like a, yeah, like a concert. They did they did a huge kind of uh, re, redo concert. And so I was over there doing that, and uh, she which came was great. To, yeah. She came to see me in London. Yes. And wait, so by you doing this concert, is this a possibility of the show maybe coming, coming so. back somewhere? I hope so. Okay. It was kind of like to see what the reaction was and... Got yeah, it. but I, yeah, I love it there. So I, I was like, absolutely go. But no, so I got to see, yeah, I yeah, saw so you be brilliant. She, she saw me and, and Jamie. So um, what's great is at the time I was wrapping up the show because I'd already done another three month little stint uh, there, and I was coming back to America, and then COVID and all that madness happened. <clears throat> 
But I've just been asked to join the touring company in because the guy that was in the guy by the name Shane Ritchie, he's a brilliant actor who is very well known on television in the UK. He was on the tour while I was in the West End. And now he's going to do the West End and I'm going to go on the tour. So I'm going to tour there in the UK uh, this winter. Yeah. So I'm quite excited about it. Christmas season. season. You have to find your own digs. Hopefully they'll find you. No, no, no. We worked that out. I ain't look at no, I no, we worked that out. You know what's so funny is that even when I was there doing the show last time, I, I'm such a weirdo. I I did they're like, we'll find you a nice little house or apartment or, yeah. or whatever they called it. That a flat that would be out of the city. I'm like, nope, I want oh, a no. hotel and I want to be in the city. Yeah. So I had a hotel because I just I'm familiar with hotels. I like That's what to I be did too. I like to walk to, we'll get you a car. I'm like, I don't want any of that shit. Like I can just walk to the venue. You know, I guess it's part of living in New York. Uh, It's just that you just like, this is part of my deal to get from point A to point B. So I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I I did the same thing. I lived, I lived in a hotel. It was like a little apartment in a hotel and walked everywhere and took the tube and, yeah, I, I loved it so much. Yeah, it, it, it's got a great, it's great, great energy there. And, and I'm looking forward to just getting back to the UK just yeah. in general, you know, because we just, just to have something definite on the calendar makes you go, oh, this is, this is exciting and this is great. Yeah. So <clears throat> pretend we're on a red carpet right now. Yes. And I'm going to ask you my final question okay. as, we're, as we're, we're chatting and I'm looking at you going, so what's next? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, I know you're uh-huh. avoiding your husband. Avoiding uh, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I um, I'm in the Sopranos prequel that's coming out. Are in you September. kidding me? Are you? Wait, we went this whole interview and you didn't mention that. Whatever. Okay, okay, whatever. Okay, okay, um, okay. I'm, a, I'm and I also have something very funny on the final episode ever of Younger. There's oh. a very, very funny little Easter egg that I am a part of. And that's um, the show with Debbie Mazar. And, yes, and, yeah, and, Sutton and, Foster. Uh, uh, Stalker, Sutton Fo- yeah. I was going to say Stalker Channing, Sutton Foster. Stalker Channing, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you are you friends with Sutton? Yeah. Yeah, Not she's like a sweetheart. good friends, but she's great. Like, she's so... Yeah. And I've worked with her brother a lot, which is how then I, I met her. But um, her Got brother's it. an amazing director. I mean, and, and she, we did um, costumes for her uh, for um, Drowsy Chaperone, one of the oh, first jobs I had when I got to New York. So Greg God. Barnes designed costumes for me, built, and she was very, very nice and, and lovely girl. Anyway, okay, yeah. so yeah, so you've got that coming up. So you have a little, little, little nugget, little in nugget younger. there. Uh, I'm on a show on Netflix called The Crew. That's with well, Kevin you know what, James. Bitch? Listen, I was sitting there going, she's gonna have nothing to say. <laughs> Just call it all out. Okay, <laughs> Sopranos prequel. Sopranos you've prequel. You've got a, a nugget yeah, yeah. and younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I'm and, on now a show called The Crew that's on Netflix now that you can see. Um, and then, you know, I don't know theater-wise what's coming. We'll see. Are uh, you thinking uh, of just staying in Los Angeles till you find out how the world's going to react? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, you know I'm in Palm Springs. You gotta <gasps> come out here, bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I want to. I bought to. a house. Yes, I bought a house right at pandemic. Everybody's <gasps> heard this story 10,000 times on this podcast. But I did. And so I'm sitting out here with two dogs with a pool, uh, needing some bitch with some titties to come out here and mean, entertain me. <laughs> I was hoping that they'd start opening the cabaret room. So I wanted to go do a show. I don't care if it could be just to you. And to bring do it the dogs. <laughs> I've got space. We'll pull out the golf cart. Because you know I got a golf cart, girl. I had to, I had to do it right. I love yeah. It. So we'll get you to come out here. You can come perform for me and my okay. two friends in my neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> and, I'll do uh, that. We can make this magic happen. Why okay. not? Done. 
Done. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I cannot thank you enough for doing this with me today. It's a joy to see you, and I I'm hope so to see you to again see soon. And and for our listeners, tell me now where can we find you on Instagram and for Twitter and all of that madness, so they can keep up with your ever changing Twitter and Instagram. I'm Queen Leslie and Leslie <laughs> with with an I, no E. It's just Queen Leslie, L E S L I. Yeah, yeah. Oh, such confidence, Queen <laughs> Leslie. Well, I cannot thank you enough for doing this, and I cannot wait to see you soon. Thank wait. you, love. Yeah. Thank you. Podcast Network.